welcome to another episode of Hugh I Do. Um, I'm Ashley, and we don't have a, a co-host on today's episode, and we don't need one. It's fine. Um, but we do have a very, very lovely bride that I'm super excited to talk to. I'm be real. The second I saw your pictures on Twitter, and then I saw them on Instagram, I was like, okay, we definitely have to talk to her. I hate that no one else is here to share that moment with me, but it's all right. They'll be able to listen to it. But um, guess, please introduce yourself to all the lovely listeners. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Hinka. Uh, you may know me as Young. A lot of people call me Young. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want me to call you? You can call me Young. Okay. We'll go with Young. Perfect. So I would ask you about your day, but I really just want to like get into this <laughs> wedding. <laughs> no problem. So, okay. But before we get into like all the juicy details, please tell us about your husband, how y'all met, all that good, you know, okay. lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my sweet, my sweetie. Um, okay. Well, my husband, his name is Neil. We met in Dallas at Hotel Zaza at the bar, okay, <laughs> to be clear, the bar <laughs> at the hotel, and that was it, well, we've been dating, we dated ever since, it was actually a long distance relationship for a very uh-huh. long time, we started dating in April, and then he moved to New York City, well, moved back to New York City in January of 2015, okay, and then up until then, up until, from then until, I would say, Three weeks ago, we were in a long-distance relationship. Ooh. So, yeah, so the first year, we were, I was, like, at his house every day, and then he moved, and then I would come visit him in New York, and he'd come back to Dallas, and we'd mm-hmm. do back and forth. The longest amount of time we had spent together, like, under the same roof was a month. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a long-distance relationship for sure, for a big part of our relationship, he proposed in January or February. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. He proposed in January. And then we talked about it. And um, he's Indian and mm-hmm. I'm Nigerian. And Indian weddings are like a week and a half long. And Nigerian weddings are typically a whole weekend. And at that time of the proposal, we were like, we're not doing any of that. We're just going to go to the courthouse and be married. We don't need to do all the extra. Right. And obviously that changed. (laughs) But we did still, okay, so another thing is I'm like a very peculiar person. So Mm -hmm. since I was little, I wanted to get married on September 21st. (laughs) Yes, like the Earth, Wind & Fire song. I (laughs) I was like, this is when I want to be married. Like, that's the date. So unless we got married, so like, you know, typically an engagement is a little longer, but we planned, okay, we're going to get married September 21st. And then after a while, we decided we're going to just do the courthouse thing and then do a long honeymoon, save the money, et cetera. I'm like, okay. all right, cool. But as time progressed and got closer to that date, my spirit was not okay with that. <laughs> and he could tell. And... I, Girl, he kept asking me, he was like, are you sure you don't want a wedding? And I was like, I'm sure. I just want to, yeah, I don't want to deal with all this stuff. And then I lied to myself. So right. we did still get married September 21st in Dallas. Okay. Just me and him. Courthouse. 
courthouse at the little red um, courthouse in Dallas. It's like historical. It's near the grassy knoll where JFK was shot. It's very Dallas. Wow. Okay. So we got married on the 21st and then we went to Italy for two weeks Mm. at a beautiful honeymoon. And I think it was like three weeks before that where I was like, baby, I want to have a wedding. Like, I don't think this is going to be okay with me. I don't think I can look back and be happy with it in my spirit. Like I wanted my friends and family to celebrate in the love with us. Right. So he was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so then he thought about dates and things. So we were like, I, I just didn't see myself waiting a year, you know, again. Yeah. And I was like, this, this year has just been such a good year for me personally. And last year was like the worst year of my life. And I was like, mm. I want like this year to be fantastic. So can we just do it this year? And he was like, yeah. And we had like some dates in mind. And we had already had things lined up. So we just picked November 23rd. Um, yeah. Okay. And so we officially reached out to our planner. I think it was September 8th. And was like, hey, we want to do a wedding. It's kind of close. Can you do that? She was like when i was like she was like oh girl i was like yeah <laughs> it's gonna be in two months or so and then she was all right let's get it popping so then Ooh. the process began okay before we fully go down the process let's talk about the bridesmaids bachelorette like did all of that happen because you did the courthouse like okay let's talk about that because i have a fantastic group of friends everything Aww. happened they held it down perfect but, yes oh my gosh i have a highlight on my instagram y'all i'll go look at it my bachelorette was a movie and i have a vlog of it it's it was so okay so obviously i'm from dallas i actually live in boston now okay wedding that monday we moved so now i live here in boston with my husband so at first my friends were like um, the courthouse thing, I wanted it to just be me and my husband. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, on Sunday afterwards, because that was a Saturday, um, all y'all come through, we'll have dinner, we'll get a drink and celebrate. So then when I told them, like, you know, a couple of weeks before, I'm like, yeah, we're going to actually have the wedding. They're like, okay, what are we doing? Like, let's get it popping. And I was like, okay. Um, I just, all I did was give them parameters and they, just blew blew it all out of the water it was beautiful I was like I wanted to be a Texas theme um like a rodeo theme like Young's Last Rodeo okay that's like all I said all I said was that and I wanted to go to the stockyards like the Fort Worth stockyards it's like a western rodeo place in the DFW okay and then they just created the whole three-day weekend from that so Friday was the bridal shower, like where people who weren't my bridesmaids came, like all my girlfriends and a couple of my gay male friends were there. Mm-hmm. And when that, and then Saturday was just the bridesmaids and Sundays, Sunday was just the bridesmaids. So we, I was able to have that still. That was, two weeks, that was two weekends before the wedding. That's nice. I'm looking yeah. at the pictures now. This is so cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Look at your little rodeo hat and your outfit. I love this. I was so excited. I was like, they're like, yep, we got you. I'm like, and it was just, it was even like nicer than I like imagined. It was such a good time. My girls held it down, all 12 of them. People were like, how did you have so many bridesmaids? I'm like, because those are my girls. What's, what, is, what am I supposed to do? I get it. I have um, nine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I don't even know nine people. I was like, I'm sorry. Right. That's you. <laughs> 
like that's sad. <laughs> like when you think about it, sometimes you just have like a whole bunch of girls that have just been there for you and you don't want to leave them out. Exactly. So I get it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how many guests did you have at your wedding? Um, I think we were around 280. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, especially for especially for Nigerians and Indians. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of the toughest parts of the wedding. So y'all didn't just allow anyone to be able to come? like Absolutely not. And that's very common in my culture, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, oh, I, I knew her when um, she breathed in the third grade. <laughs> on a Thursday, I must come to this wedding. And I was just like, absolutely not. Like, my pastor was like, oh, do you want me to announce it in church? I was like, mm-hmm. please do not. Like, literally days before, people were like, I had an auntie call me. She was like, oh, so-and-so heard about your wedding. They would like to come. And I was like, that's great. They cannot. We <laughs> had a guest list that was strictly enforced. We had, like, it wasn't like a, which, a, which did ruffle some feathers. But yeah. I didn't want to look out into the crowd and be like, who is that? I did not. I wanted everybody in there to be like people I, I, I couldn't do without. And that's that what really sense. helps you get the number down. Because then whatever, like the price per head, you think they, well, my planner said, if you had this money and you wanted to take this person to dinner, would you spend this much on them? And mm. if you don't feel like you would spend that, then they don't need to be on the list. That's a good tip. Yeah. Very good tip. Okay. Because you had three ceremonies. Okay. Let, just unpack that. Like, okay. So you decided to have the wedding and you're like, okay, I'm going to go for it. We're going to do it. And you okay. essentially had three weddings yes. in one day. Yes. So with that, okay. <laughs> like I said earlier. <laughs> The Indian wedding is typically like a week-long thing or a mm-hmm. weekend-long thing. And so is the Nigerian wedding. And I just thought about in the past weddings I've gone to that have been multi-day things, like in the culture. Mm-hmm. And I thought there's been times where my, my parents would be like, okay, we'll go on Saturday, but we're not going to go to Friday or Sunday. Mm. You know, and people have the, they have the option of pick and choose what they want to attend. And I thought it was very important for both of our families, since we're both from different cultures, for everyone to be able to experience something they hadn't and not miss out on something. Like the Nigerians not just come to the Nigerian part and then leave, or the right. Indians to not just come to this and leave. Because it was, and then that, like to this day, people are like, oh, wow, that was something very, I never experienced. And I really thought that was important for everybody that loves us to experience all the sides of us. That makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So it was a full 12-hour day. Yes, um, one-to-one. Who? <laughs> it's, it sounds like much more than it is, I think, just because of the way things flow. Yeah. People are entertained in between. When I presented the idea, because initially we were going to do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then I just thought about it, and I was like, and on top of that, the ceremonies are for outside of the white ceremony, the American ceremony, mm-hmm. the Yoruba ceremony and the Hindu ceremony are pretty long. And I, we were even like trying to cut them down. So I was like, can we just pick the key elements from each thing that we really want? And we can just do those each day. And I was like, well, how about we just like 
condense them all and do it all in one day. And then she was like, I can see that working. And so we just, she's like, let's do it. And I was like, yeah, period, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. When y'all decided this is what we're going to do, what steps did you have to take next? Like, was it, did you just let the planner have full reign and you were just like, okay, these are the colors. This is the general gist and the aesthetic and you make it happen or like how involved were you? I was very involved. I would say just on the order because mm-hmm. so like my aunties, they did not like that. And it, during the planning phase, they did not like that the Yoruba part was last but in my head, first off, Nigerians are not punctual people. Um, so I wanted to make sure that if they the Nigerians came late, they didn't miss that part. Okay. And I also liked the flow of it because I felt like the Hindu part and then the white, the white American part are more formal. So mm-hmm. it makes more sense to have the Yoruba part later when people are um, ready to party and loosen up and be interactive because... The Hindu part is not interactive with the audience. It's mostly like a show people are watching and observing. Mm-hmm. And so is the Christian white ceremony. But like there's audience participation and things like that with the Yoruba ceremony. I knew the order I wanted it to go in. And the Yoruba ceremony is typically an engagement. So it should have came first, but it's my wedding. So, you know, I just did what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And we were already married anyway. So it wasn't like... <laughs> That's true. It would have made sense. So I just had a vision in my in my mind, and I also had like a color scheme in my planner. Chioma, she did a great job of executing it. She knew like what vendors, like I like sent her a color wheel sort of thing, and she mm-hmm. presented me with what what looked good and what ideas they had for centerpieces and things like that. So it just worked out great. Okay. When did you decide like colors? How did you decide that? Because it's not like you just had the same color, essentially, for both. Yeah, I definitely wanted them to all feel, like, different, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, for the white, I knew I just wanted it to be very simple and, like, elegant. And I liked greenery. And I just wanted it to be green and lush and simple. So, like, obviously, Instagram, I drew a lot of inspiration from there. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, Mindy Weiss or Wes, I can't remember how it's pronounced, but she's a celebrity. um, Oh, yes. I love her. Planner. And I went through her feed and I saw like some nice examples so that I would send that as inspo. And then Shioma, my planner, her page has a lot of like wedding stuff. And I looked at inspo there. And over time, like the last, I guess, three years, I had always, I already been set, saving stuff like us girls do anything. I save it to my inspo. Right. So, yeah, I just had that in mind, things in mind, and I presented that to her, and she was able to be like, oh, like, well, what about this? And I would be like, yes or no, or I don't like this part of it. How did you, and I'm all over the place, these questions are going <laughs> to, there are no rhyme or reason or order at all. I'm just kind of like, okay, well, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? Um, so, like, for example, with your makeup and your hair, how did you find your vendors? Okay, so for my makeup and hair, she almost she she gave me suggestions of people. Okay. I knew the style, and then she she sent me a list of vendors for that, and I picked from them. I mean, I'm just assuming 
you basically had to get your makeup and hair done or maybe more your makeup redone three times. Yes. And that was the part that I personally was like, um, I would say nervous about because I was like, how is it going to feel like a new event each time? And mm. she just seemed very confident. She was like, I got you. And I was like, but how are you going to wipe my whole face down? But, you know, I, I like wasn't sitting in front of a mirror. I just was, she was doing it. She, there were no makeup wipes involved. My face was beat down each time. And you would have never known, like, I, 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 it's, it was magic. I don't know how she did it. Because all the, the makeup looks were so different. Like, it was still soft for the white ceremony. Mm-hmm. It was dramatic for the Nigerian part. And then I had, like, a red lip for the Hindu part. And it just stayed on all day. Oh, my god! You did a great job. Your looks this whole day were just breathtaking. Thank you. Let's just talk about, like, these. I'm looking at one of your pictures where it's basically like or one of your posts rather where it's like your Indian outfit and then your shoe yeah. then your white I'm like oh my gosh get into it get into yes. it <laughs> yes okay so you had your Nigerian look made right yes like custom custom like cuz yeah. I've never seen I, like even your shoes look like <laughs> oh my gosh I, I this is like okay obviously people listening are like uh I don't know what you're talking about I'm listening I don't see this we are going to share like pretty much every photo you have posted but anyway okay please describe like your thought process behind selecting each look for each ceremony or each part of the ceremony? Okay. So for the Hindu ceremony, I got a lot of that from my mother-in-law. I was mm-hmm. like, um, at first, she was like, it's whatever you want to do, you know. She's super sweet. I love her to death. And I was like, what does a traditional Indian Hindu bride look like? Like, I, I want to look like if it was 50 years ago or 50 years in the future, you would be able to tell, you know? Yeah. Because she sent me like this catalog and it's very modern, just like the way a wedding dress in the 40s isn't going to look like a wedding dress today. Mm-hmm. But there are still some looks that's like, oh, this is still a wedding dress. Do you, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like a timeless yeah. thing. So I think at first she was like, OK, let's see. You might want to be modern. I was like, no, no, I want to look like what you could award to your wedding and what my kid could wear to their Hindu wedding if they have one. So she's like, oh, OK, cool. It's typically red and this. And I'm like, OK, that's what I want to look for. So I went to a boutique and we found that and I just, I liked it. And so we got it. And it's gorgeous. And then for the jewelry, she uh, gave me the jewelry and um, we bought the headpiece and the earrings and the necklace at that boutique. And she had some jewelry of her own to give to me. And for my shoes, I had already had those shoes, the St. Laurent sandals. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was, I was just like, okay, that that worked with that. And then for my white dress, I knew I wanted something super simple. Like when I was talking to my cousins and my friends about it, they're like, you're not going to wear any jewelry. Cause you know, it was, it's um, strapless and mm-hmm. my, like 
my whole upper body is just there. And they're like, you're not going to wear a necklace. You need this. You need a bracelet. And I was just like, no, I don't. I only want to wear these earrings. And I want the dress to be the star. And I love, I I found my dress in a weekend. Really? Yeah. So we went dress shopping, me and um, one of my bridesmaids, and then looked at a couple dresses, didn't find anything. Then we went again the next day, and I found the dress at the Lovely Bride Boutique. It's, It's in Dallas. And I just fell in love with it. It is so funny because I'm, I'm actually going to be editing the vlog for that this uh-huh. week. My friends did not like the dress. Really? <laughs> really. This and dress is gorgeous. Yes. Okay. They they like like the other ones a little better, but I was just like, wow, I love this dress. And that's when I put it on. No, when I had it on the rack, they were looking like no. And then when I presented it to them, like I got dressed and they pulled the curtain back. They all were like. It was a delayed reaction. I'm like, y'all, yeah. trust me, it's going to look good. Like, also, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm a visionary. I have it. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and, yeah, I just wanted to look really, like, chic and classic. And then I don't have any pictures of my shoes, but I had on flats. Mm-hmm. Um, Manolo flats. White, super cute, simple. Oh, and then my veil. I just was in love with that veil. Like, I knew I wanted something super dramatic to kind of contrast how simple the dress was mm-hmm. and long. And that I also got that from the Lovely Bride Boutique. Oh, my gosh. And, is- and then for the Nigerian look, there is, she. I guess the designer, her name is, her Instagram name is Bims and she does mm-hmm. all the soke like that sort of look. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of gave an outline and examples of other things she's done that I liked, but how I wanted mine to look. And she just, and I told her what colors we'd like. I was like, I like rose gold. I like gold. And she came up with that. I was like, I just know that I want it to be back like as deep a black back as you could do. And she was like, all right. So she got it done. That was pretty much it. Like, typically, the bride bridal outfit, like, you know, it's head to toe. You're, you're pretty covered, but it is, like, it hugs your silhouette. Mm-hmm. And it's meant to be. I know a lot of, recently, some, some Nigerian brides are a little bit more, uh, less modest. Like, my aunties were like, we're surprised that you didn't go that direction. But I, I wanted every look to be classic. Yeah. I would say. And then for the shoes, they're Bottega, Bonetta. And I like, as soon as I saw those shoes, I was like, those are the shoes I'm wearing to get married. I'm getting married in. And I got those earlier in the year mm-hmm. and just saved them for that. Oh, and then my last look of the night. Oh, yeah. Got a little more thoughty at that point. <laughs> <laughs> there was this girl, her um, she's a designer. Her name is C. Monaco on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She posted a dress, the dress that I'm wearing. It's actually a two-piece. It's a corset and a skirt with this train. And then I have another pair of Bottega shoes on. But she posted it on Twitter in black, and I just saved it. And then when I decided I was going to be having the wedding, I was like, that's what my reception dress should look like. So I reached out to her, and I was like, hey, could you make this in white for me? And she was like, yeah, of course. And I sent her a measurement, and she did it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it fit perfectly. 
Yes. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous because we were having trouble with the sh- like. There was just like a little bit. She had some it was just going back and forth. So when it came and it fit perfect, I was like, okay, because there were there wasn't any room to really get it adjusted. <laughs> right. So everything oh. kind of fell into place, thankfully. Okay. So when did you wear that? Um. So after the, after the Yoruba ceremony. The reception started, so I guess with like maybe 30 or 45 minutes into the reception, I went and changed. How long was the reception part? Hmm. How long were, like, how long was each part, really? Each part was, okay, that's better. Yeah. An hour. So the Hindu ceremony was an hour. Okay. Not including the Barat. So our invitation said... Well, the wedding begins at 1.30. But um, in Hindu ceremonies, there's a barat, which is a parade of the groom's family, like outside. And he's on a horse and his groomsmen and his family are dancing and following him to go and pick up his bride. Hmm. So that started at 1. So it was that. And then from then he, you know, came and met me and there was an exchange of garlands between our families. Then we moved in indoors to the Hindu ceremony, and that was an hour. So then after that ceremony, there was an hour of like a cocktail hour sort of thing, reception with food and drinks. And then the Christian ceremony began. Okay. And that was an hour. And then after that, it was the cocktail hour again. And then what happened? Oh, so, okay, so... The white ceremony, Christian ceremony, that was an hour after that. Then there was an hour of a cocktail and mingling and stuff, pictures. And then we began the, rece- the reception. So we came in, our, our um, bridal party and the groomsmen came in. We came in, had our first dance. He had his first, his um, son, mother dance. Mm-hmm. And then dinner was served. And then I think... After dinner was served, we left after we finished eating. We came back, and then the Yoruba ceremony began. Then after the Yoruba ceremony, which was an hour as well, the reception started. So that was when it was like there was no more ceremonies. It was just dancing, partying, eating, drinking. Mm, Okay. Yeah, up until one. How did you find your venue in such a short time? That was the most difficult part because... I don't think things were booked, Mm -hmm. but things were either they didn't have what we wanted. A lot of places do not allow outside food and we weren't going to, it wasn't going to work for us without outside food, like culturally. Yeah. Yeah. Like we couldn't be serving burgers or I don't know what they were trying to offer us. It wasn't (laughs) going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So my planner actually brought that place up. We, I, I hadn't even heard of it, that like venue. So that was just the blessing. She's like, what about this place? And it was crazy because if you Google, it's the Weston Stone Bar. If you Google it, it's just not savory online. And then mm-hmm. we went to go look at it. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Like the pictures were just not doing it justice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it, you definitely go look at all the places. You can't just judge it by the online photos because there were some places that I was like, Ooh, this is where I want it to be. And I went to tour it and it fell flat. So mm-hmm. 
I would say definitely go look and f- see if you can see yourself. And then also the space had so many different areas. Like the outdoor area for the white ceremony was so perfect. Like they had a the staircase and the, the greenery and then it was overlooking like a lake and it was a golf course because it's like a resort style place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was great. She found that, thankfully. It looks like a huge venue. It is, yeah. So that's even better. Oh my gosh. This is just so beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. I told you I'm all over the place. So (laughs) what, did y'all have a first dance song? We did. Okay. What was your first dance song? Adorned by Miguel. Oh, that's such a good song. I know I loved it. It was great. What about the mother, son, father, daughter? The mother's son dance was an Indian song that I couldn't tell you the title of. Okay. But it was very sweet. I loved it. And then um, me and my dad, what did we dance to? I don't even remember some Yoruba song played that he liked. <laughs> I thought it was something by Yinka Yefale, who's a famous um, Nigerian Christian artist. Okay. Yeah. So you made sure your son was all up and through the wedding. And for those listening, her son is her dog. (laughs) (laughs) So please tell us about like all his little looks and how like, like who was watching him as, you know, y'all went from this to that, like. Oh my gosh, shout out to Linda, my dog sitter back in the DFW. She's amazing. She was Omari duty all day. Aww. Um, yeah, Omari is our baby. And I just couldn't picture like him not being a part of that day. Like his parents are finally doing the right thing <laughs> and getting married and not living in sin. He needs to be a part of that. So I at first I was like, okay, I'm right. Like I just knew off top he needed looks. Like we weren't gonna let him out, let him not be in the mix. So for the Hindu his Hindu look, that is like an outfit of a little little boy. Oh. And then my friend Ubong um tailored it to fit him. So we just bought it and then he got it tailored to fit him. That was that. And I just melted as soon as I saw him in it. I couldn't. I couldn't deal with that. <laughs> and then for the Christian ceremony, that tux was from Amazon. Okay. It was just like a neck piece and then the cufflinks on each feet, each uh, paw. And then for the uh, Yoruba outfit, the woman who designed um, our me and my husband's looks, I asked for extra material so that I could get him something made here. And she, she said, okay, sure. And she sent it. And um, my friend Ubong made it as well. That is so cute. Oh my gosh. He is adorable. <laughs> what you. is he? He's a Morky. So he's half Maltese, half Yorkie. Oh, he is adorable. I love dogs. If Tania were on here, she'd be like, oh, okay. She don't care about dogs at all. <laughs> This is so cute. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Um, So what maybe, what words would you use to describe your wedding day? Like, give me three. Dynamic. Mm. (laughs) Um, Delicious. And lovely. I would say that. 
Aww. Okay, yeah. let's get into this delicious part, though. Delicious. Let's talk about the food. <laughs> That's just, like, good and, like, feeling good in every aspect. Like, I would, like, you know, <laughs> indulging. It's, like, super pleasant. Okay. Super pleasant, like, mm, delicious, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, y'all brought in an outside caterer. The... Hotel was fine with that? Yes, they allowed outside catering. We had a Nigerian caterer and an Indian caterer. Wow. And then we used some of the hotel's um, in-house food for the cocktail hour after the Christian ceremony. Oh, okay. So that that gave them that. Yeah, and we used their bar for the open bar. So, like, they did that. Okay. Ooh, I wonder how your guests were able to kind of, like, not go too hard too soon. Just kind of like pace. Right. I think because of the time limits too. So like it wasn't, I mean, they had an hour to drink, an hour to drink here, then an hour to drink here. Then the rest, when the reception started, it was just open. So then I, I, I mean, yeah. I hope the adults could pace themselves. <laughs> right. At that point is, it's just open for everybody. Yeah. Um, did y'all do a plate at dinner? No, it was a buffet. Ooh. Okay. What'd y'all have at the buffet? We had, um, there was moi moi for Nigerian food. There was uh, rice. There was powdered yam. There was stew. And then for the Indian side, there was a lot of Indian food. I'm sorry, I can't think of it. <laughs> there was, yeah, a lot of food. <laughs> a lot of food and a cake and cake balls and cookies. Plenty of food. It was, yeah, plenty of food. (laughs) That wasn't going to be an issue. Okay. Looking back, is there anything you would have done differently? What would I have done differently? Hmm. No, I don't think so. Um, Let me think of something. No. If you don't have anything, that's perfect. No, I don't have anything. That's perfect. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. I'm like... I super, super enjoyed everything. You know what I would have done? What? I thought about the breakfast ahead mm-hmm. of time. Because the night before, she was like, so what are you going to have for breakfast? I was like, ooh, I don't know. And I let, I let that be my uh, sister's decision. And I, I, that's the, my only regret is I should have had something different for breakfast. <laughs> Wait, the morning of? Yes, the morning of the wedding. We got um, Whataburger. And I don't... <laughs> I don't even eat Whataburger's breakfast like that. I should have just got donuts or like sausage kolaches. Yeah. That's my only regret. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a good regret though. Like yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Otherwise everything was like everybody that I, I love was there. Everything went smoothly. I was really able to enjoy my day because everything was, you know, squared off and ready to go like the Wednesday before. Mm-hmm. So I was, that's something that my planner really was like, I just want you to enjoy your day. You don't need to be on the phone. You know, I was on airplane mode. It, I was just like, okay, like going through, I wasn't like trying to control. Is this, is, do we need to move here? They were just directing us and we were getting to like, enjoy ourselves. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. Did you feel like peace that morning when you woke up? Just oh, like calm or were you next nervous? Next morning or the, the, the day of? The day of. 
I was just excited. It wasn't nervous. I was just like excited. I, like, I want to start enjoying my day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then the next day. The next day I was like, oh, I can't believe it's over. I was like, I want to get married again. <laughs> I want to go back out there. I want to like, you know, get dressed again. There was just, I was sad. It was like bittersweet. I didn't want to leave. Oh, yeah. did the day fly by to you? Yes, people always say that, but I was like, it's 12 hours. But no, it did. It did fly by. I was like, what? It's time? Like, <laughs> at the end of the night, they had to, like, get me out of the ballroom. I was there, like, all right, it's time to go. I was like, no way. <laughs> I was like, play one more song. And he was like, they will find you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> the contract says. <laughs> You're contractually bound. Right. <laughs> Okay, so this will be my last question. If there were another bride or another couple that wanted to do the exact same thing you did, or not to say the exact same, but to basically blend two cultures into basically an all day long affair, how, like, what advice would you have for them? My advice would be to really know about each ceremony and what goes into them. Because I feel like a lot of the things, especially when you come from like a rich culture, there are some things that people do just because you always do that. If you can do without something, do without. If there's something you can do without, don't compromise. Mm-hmm. and to also just remember it's your day like no one's gonna beat you up about it like you do whatever makes you happy that's what I would say and and don't be like afraid of how it's gonna look because it's gonna look great it's gonna be beautiful you're mm-hmm. yeah it, it will definitely work out I would encourage people to do all the one day things because then everybody gets to experience it all your friends and family but because I come from a culture where it's like two or three days and Mm -hmm. people get to pick and choose what they want to go to. And I don't like that personally. Because you put a lot of effort into the whole thing. You would want people to experience the whole thing, not like popping in on Friday or popping in on Saturday. And don't give people the time frame. Because I did have a cousin that was like, well, what time does this start? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) See you on Saturday. Right. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm gonna be there the whole day so yeah that's what it is. I suggest you should too yeah and they'll they'll enjoy it oh well thank you so much for this you're welcome thank you for having me I'm not completely done so I'm not gonna let you go just yet because we still have to get into the vendor shout outs but real quick Let's get into some unsolicited advice, which is basically where I just tell people stuff they didn't ask for because that happens a lot sometimes when you get engaged. Um, so my advice for this week is um, judge your vendors based on their professionalism. If they haven't responded to you within 48 hours, I don't know, just let them go. Find somebody else. But at the same time, if you reached out to them over the weekend, know these people have lives and the weekends are their busiest periods. So they are not checking your email that you sent them on Friday night. It's because they're getting ready for the weddings that are taking place that weekend. Like, 
girl breathe or you could always follow up later and or have your planner follow up within 48 72 hours if they don't respond after that then just let it go but it's up to you you know and that's my advice for this week um so now we're getting into our vendor shout outs um where we like they just pay it forward. So what vendor or vendors do you want to shout out? I would like to shout out Dreya Bents on Instagram and DJ Don X on Instagram and Nana Anon Photography on Instagram. So they held you down the whole day? Yeah, for sure. Awesome. I should have had somebody ready, and I didn't. So I'm just going to wing it. My vendor for <laughs> this week is actually um, the place where I got my wedding gown. Um, Carrie's Bridal Collection. It's a little shop in... Uh, Shambly, Georgia, but they also have a location in Macon. And they make all your dresses there or all the dresses there. So they like, if you like a dress, you buy that dress off the rack. So that's one thing you don't have to worry about, like waiting six months or whatever to get your dress back. But also the fact that they make the dresses in the store there aren't going to be a whole bunch of people in your exact same dress, maybe five, maybe two, who knows? So I highly suggest Carrie's. They had a great, um, I don't know. They're all just very lovely in there. Everyone I met with because that was the first dress shop I went to and I went to six dress shops, but it was the first shop I went to. And then I circled back maybe a month later and my dress happened to still be there and I went and grabbed it and it was cheaper than when I saw it the first time yeah Yeah. so even better um so that's that uh so young where can they find you they can find me on instagram at young y-u-n-g yink v y-i-n KB. And that's my handle on everything. So Instagram and Twitter, Apple Music. And they can also find me on YouTube. My channel is Young Talks, and you can get that directly from my Instagram bio. Perfect. We're definitely, definitely, definitely going to want to bring you back next year when we start doing like our bride roundtables where we have like multiple brides talking about a particular topic so if that is something you're interested in let me know and i'll keep you in the loop as we develop that out keep me in the loop yay but you have been so awesome to talk to today thank you so have you I am going to continue to drool all over your photos. (laughs) Um, If you want to follow the podcast, follow us at Hugh I Do Wed everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and go to HughIDo.com 
to listen to old episodes and uh, you could go on there and submit a question or if you want to come on the show nice. and let us know. Um, we have a form on there. So that's that. I'm going to let you go now. And thank you so much again. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Bye.